Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. And Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Ribs and BK on a 101 ESPN. Going out to the Brown and Crippen celebrity line. Happy to be, ha- be joined, rather, by Brian Anderson, Tampa Bay Rays TV color analyst, also 2001 a World Series champion, former Major League Baseball pitcher. Brian, always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? I'm doing well. Just heading uh, down to Fort Lauderdale to our studio to get ready to do some pre- and post-game shows. Uh, but yeah, excited for tonight. No, no doubt about it. Absolutely. So game one of the world series tonight, we've got pregame coverage right here on one one ESPN coming up at six 30. Wanted to ask you about the guy that has certainly had plenty of airtime nationally. And as I would, um, imagine you probably know, Brian, I uh, locally in St. Louis. I'm talking of course about Randy Rosarena. Did you see this coming from Randy Rosarena? Did anybody? <laughs> I mean, you know, listen, I, I know when the Rays made the uh, the deal uh, that Randy Arozarena really was the centerpiece. They really liked uh, what they saw in, in this young player and really wanted to bring him on. And obviously you've got to give up something to get something. And so they trade trade uh, Matthew Libertor, who was, a, you know, one of their top prospects uh, to get Randy Arozarena. But, you know, he kind of was laying in the, the weeds. You know, he comes over to the team and all of a sudden, the first spring training gets shut down, obviously, because of the pandemic. And then as you started to ramp the season back up there in July in the intake testing, he tests positive for COVID. And so now all of a sudden, he's got to go on the, you know, he's got to be quarantined and go on the COVID list. And so you really didn't see a whole lot of him. Got himself healthy, uh, came back to the team, had a nice month of September. Um, you started to see what he was capable of. He hit seven home runs in the month of September. And also on the base pads, you saw a little bit of that power and speed combo, which is a rare thing. So you were always intrigued by Randy Rosarena, but I don't think anybody envisioned the kind of streak that he would go on once the postseason hit. Um, he has been the hottest hitter in the postseason or, or one of the hottest hitters, obviously, in the postseason, winning the uh, ALCS MVP, uh, obviously well-deserved and uh, – I don't think anybody saw it coming, but you saw glimpses of what he's capable of. And right now he is as locked in as anybody. And lest you think, you know, that he's just doing his damage uh, on fastballs out over the plate. This guy's hitting the fastball, the slider, the curveball. I, I tell you, any mistake out over, he is doing a lot of damage on. And so I will be very interested to see tonight. But as this series moves forward, are the, are the Dodgers even going to pitch to him? You know, because the rest of that Rays lineup has really struggled um, overall. And so Randy has been that guy. He's going to be obviously the guy that is highlighted by the Dodger pitching staff. 
and I'll be interested to see if he gets a whole lot to hit. Yeah, Brian, I'm going to give our uh, listening audience a chance to dry up their tears after that description <laughs> of Randy Rosarina. Um, I want to come at it from the other direction. And you being a former pitcher, I- I'm wondering what is it about Randy Rosarina that is making it so difficult right now? Because you just said he's hitting the fastball, the curveball, the breaking ball. It's like whatever you throw over there, he's just taking it yard or he's getting solid contact on it. How are these guys, without just not pitching to him overall, how are they going to approach him, and what do you think is the thing that makes him so difficult to, uh, to pitch against? Well, I'll tell you right now, just obviously playing with a ton of confidence and any mistake that's made out over the plate. You know, when you see Randy Rosarena take a swing, he does not get cheated. I mean, he is really trying to hit He's got very quick hands. Uh, mechanically, he's locked in right now, so he's allowing that ball to travel you know, picking up and recognizing what the pitch is, letting that ball travel. And if it's in the zone, his hands to baseball, which is what you want. You don't want that loopy swing. You literally want hands firing to baseball. And he does that about as quick as anybody right now. And so he's just interfacing Randy Rosarena. And maybe this is a little bit of a throwback way of approaching a guy. But you've got to make him uncomfortable. You got to move his feet. You got to knock him off the plate. You have got to make him uncomfortable in the box because right now that is his second home. I mean, he feels so comfortable in the box right now that you've got to make him uncomfortable. And so whether that be knocking him off the plate or whether it be by how you manipulate your stuff, fastballs at the top of the zone, off-speed breaking stuff and change-ups down below the zone, pitch him in pitch him away you've got to stay out of patterns and you have to stay out of one area of the strike zone or he is going to hurt you tampa bay rays tv color analyst brian anderson joining us here on 101 espn 2001 world series champion as well Uh, brian you pitched in the bigs for 13 years you had certainly a distinguished career yourself do you remember anybody in your time when you were a pitcher in baseball that Randy Rosarena reminds you of? Is there is there a player in terms of stylistically or the streak that he is on right now? Can you draw back to your time in the league that one of those guys, what they were, what they were as a player, reminds you of what we're seeing right now from Randy Rosarena? Wow, I, I, I mean that that is a that's a tough question because the the thing that makes Randy so special and what everybody's seeing right now is is you know across the board the power has been tremendous you know you'd have to probably take two or three different hitters um and 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 you know draw them into one guy in what randy's doing right now because like i said earlier he's showing you the power um he has the speed he's got the ability to be able to take the extra base if he ever does hit just a single He's a guy that Kevin Cash is not afraid to send as far as a stolen base. So he's got the power-speed combo. And on top of that, right now, he's got the clutch gene. It, you know, it's not like these hits are wasted hits. These are big hits. These are game changers. The, you know, think about game seven. The Rays were reeling. You know, up three games to nothing, the baseball world had written that series off. The Astros are going home. The Rays are going to the series. And then the Astros come charging back. And all of a sudden, all the pressure is on the Rays side of things. And what happens in Game 7? Charlie Morton gets the Rays started off the right way with a nice first inning. Uh, looked like he was very sharp and dominant. And then in the bottom of the half, Randy Rosarena pitched left out over the plate. 
two-run homer to center field, and the Rays were off and running. So he has, you know, really clutched up on top of everything else, and it's hard to think about one guy that encompasses Randy Arozarena right now over the last couple of weeks. He's been that good. All right, Brian, we're going to – I'm going to go in a different direction because my partner, BK, I think he's in the corner crying right now <laughs> over everything. Um, Matthew Liebertor, uh, he's the main guy coming back to the Cardinals in this deal, a left-handed pitcher. Get us excited about Matthew Liebertor. Please, because Please. we need it right now, Brian. We, <laughs> we, we have heard you say, hey, there's not one guy I could compare Randy Rosarena to. I need multiple guys. Please tell us how good Liebertor like, is. Tell us he's Randy Johnson in the making <laughs> or something. Well, you know what? This is all I'll tell you. This is all I'll tell you. Obviously, he's a high-ceiling, you know, left-handed starting type pitcher. We'll see how the, the, you know, the St. Louis Cardinals end up using him. But he is a high-ceiling guy. And I know this, the Rays, what are they known for more than anything? Run prevention. They know pitching. They know how to develop pitching. They know how to acquire pitching. uh, And they know how to make it work at the major league level. And this organization did not want to give up Matthew Libertor. They did not want to give him up. But they have such a surplus of pitchers up and down the system that they knew if they wanted to bring Jose Martinez, but more importantly, if they wanted to bring in, uh, you know, Randy or Rosarena, they were going to have to give up something of value. And so begrudgingly, the Rays gave up on a, on a pitcher they think very, very highly of uh, to bring him in. And so it tells you what they think about Randy, but it also tells you what they thought about Matthew Libertor, the fact that they had to give him up. And I know, you know, from speaking to our ge- general manager, Eric Neander, um, it was not an easy decision, and uh, he did not want to have to do it. But, again, to be able to bring in quality, you're going to have to give up high quality, and that's what happened there. So if he continues to progress, you've got the opportunity to have a guy that can be a left-handed you know, stud starting pitcher for a long, long time, and the Rays were really high on him. All right, Brian, final thing for you. We've got just about a minute left here with you. Who are you expecting to win this series? I'm assuming you're going to go with the Rays, given where you're coming from, but who, who do you have in this series, and how do you see them doing it? Well, I, I think if the Rays are going to win this series, they're, they're going to have to do it in seven, and obviously that, that is going to be my pick. But I will tell you this. Uh, for the Rays to be able to get it done, the pitching has to be on point across the board. Your big three starters have to get the job done, and the bullpen has to be fabulous uh, because this lineup for the Dodgers is so very deep, and they are very good at making adjustments. Once they get the feel of what you're trying to do and how you're trying to attack them, they can make the adjustment. They have good strike zone discipline, um, and it's a very thick group. When you go one through nine, there are not any soft spots in that offense. So the Rays have to pitch lights out, which they're obviously capable of doing. And then on top of that, the Rays offense needs to become more versatile. You look to this point through the playoffs, the Rays have scored 57 runs, 41, that's 72% have come via the home run. I don't think that you can continue to hang your hat on the home run like the Rays have thus far. They're going to have to be a little bit more versatile uh, on offense. And the one thing that we did see for the Rays the last five weeks of the season or so is they led the American League in stolen bases in that span. I mean, Kevin Cash turned these guys loose, and they were running at will the last five weeks of the season. And so that was something that really has dried up here in, in the postseason. They have not run at all. Granted, they haven't had a lot of base runners 
to be able to run. It's been long ball. Uh, you know, they've been leaning on that a little bit too heavily. But I think that you're going to have to see the running game get involved. Yeah, pop a couple of home runs here or there. Uh, but you're going to have to take the extra base, take advantage of any miscues that the Dodgers make defensively, um, and be more versatile, find different ways to score runs if they're going to have a chance. Because Dodgers pitch well. Dodgers have a very thick lineup. So you're going to, you're, you're going to need a flawless series from the Rays from all facets of the game. They're going to have to catch it well. They're going to have to pitch it extremely well. And the offense is going to have to come uh, to life here in, in a more versatile way. He's Brian Anderson, Tampa Bay Rays TV color analyst, 2001 World Series champion, former Major League Baseball pitcher. Brian, always appreciate the time, man. All the best to you and your family. Best of luck to the Rays. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. Hey, hey, fellas, anytime. Appreciate it. You guys be good. Absolutely. Same to you. That's Brian Anderson joining us here on 101 ESPN.